Hi there, my name is Alex Faust, and you're listening to Conversations at the Edge. Each week, we meet with the top business thought leader to learn what they think we should be prioritizing to build better businesses, positively impact our communities, and scale up. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world you're joining us from. I'm Alex Faust, your host of Conversations at the Edge. I'm very excited to be joined today by uh, John Wilson. He is the founder and CEO of the CEO Global Network, which is an exclusive CEO peer group organization. And he's built and led uh, many successful nine-figure businesses in both Canada and the United States. And he really understands what it takes to lead at the top, which is why he's now so invested in giving back. And over the years, he's personally coached hundreds of high-performing CEOs. What are maybe the top three qualities that, that you feel um, constitute a great CEO in, in today's environment? Well, yeah, there's a, no, there's a number of them for sure. If, if, if you know, you ask the top three, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, just a, a quote that I love is, is this quote, and that is, every soldier has the right to competent command. Every employee has the right to competent leadership. Uh, and so, you know, uh, three qualities uh, to, to really, you know, kick it up a notch as a leader is being a lifelong learner. I mean, and, 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 you know, the people on this call are, are learners uh, or they wouldn't be on this call. So, you know, uh, I'm speaking to people that are learners, but, uh, you know, great CEOs, great leaders are made, they're not born. And so, you know, being a learner is critical. And, you know, uh, the best leaders that I've ever worked with, Alex, are leaders that, you know, when their head hits the pillow at night, uh, they're smarter than they were when they got up that morning. And so they're, they're, they're constantly learning. So that's really, a, that's really a, a, a real important quality. The other one is self-awareness. You know, in, in a book, we talk about emotional intelligence. That, that's all about self-awareness. And it's not just being aware. Uh, it, it's, it's managing the awareness, okay? Like, it's not just, well, I know I'm low in impulse control, uh, but that's me. No, it's, it's, it's doing something about it. So, you know, the best, the best at leadership are very self-aware. They're mostly intelligent, and they manage their emotions. They understand them, and they manage them, which is the definition. And, and, and then the last thing, uh, you know, business is all about people. You know, it's about people. Sure, the, there's, the, it's important, the numbers. Uh, the, the numbers are very important. There's no question about it. There's a lot of hard skills uh, in business, but it's all about the people. So the best leaders are great with people. You know, you just can't get there without having people want to be with you, want to follow you, and really, uh, you know, uh, respect you. And uh, so that gets into a lot of other qualities that we could talk about. You know, we were talking about the, the importance of, of, of being authentic and being real and being transparent. It's, it's just so important these days. Uh, so those are, those are the top ones that come to mind, Alex, when you ask me that question, kind of the top three, top four. And do you think that these have changed at all? Maybe since the, the pandemic has hit, does being a great CEO today require different skills than it did maybe three years ago or uh, the last time we were in a recession, I think I think these top these top qualities are timeless. I think if we go back a couple of decades and look at the people that we respected the most, the people that you know that that were really important leaders in our lives, that 
these things would be important qualities for them. These were people that continued to get better at their craft, you know, the aggregation of marginal gains, getting getting 1% better, you know, all, all the time, uh, finding that 1%, working on it. Uh, I, I think, I think uh, that's very important. One of the things that I think as we go through this pandemic and, you know, the thing that's very important today is, you know, you've you got to be real. You know, and I think that was important decades ago too, you know, back last time we visited Alex. but you know, like people want you to be, uh, you know, uh, real as you as you talk about what's going on now. You can't ignore what people are going through. This is the most stressful time uh, of people's lives, like right now. Uh, you know, we, we, we had Tom Peters on a call the other day. Tom said, you know, the next six months are, and the last five are going to define us as leaders. And you know, you've heard a lot about the, uh, you know, the, the effect of, you know, you, you can't have rose-colored glasses on now as a leader. You've got you've to recognize people are going through tremendous stress. And if, you, if you're just a cheerleader through this, Alex, it won't work. Uh, you know, so I think that's different today. But when you, when you think about the importance of, of uh, knowing yourself, the importance of learning, the importance of people, those are universal. They've been around a long time. But, you know, we've also got to adapt with what's going on today and recognize that these, these, are, these, are the, these can be the worst times that people have gone through. Uh, and, you know, mental health was an issue going into COVID. It's, it's huge today. We need, as leaders, we need to be aware of that. We need to be aware of it for ourselves, ourselves. Like self-awareness is like, how am I feeling today about this pandemic? You know, how am I dealing with this stress? You know, am I looking after myself? So those, those are some of the things that I think have changed, Alex. We often struggle with is where do you place the consequences for not you know, meeting the team expectations and being fully accountable and not, not going as far as maybe firing people, but what works well and how do you kind of play that, that balance? Well, I mean, there's a couple of, uh, there's a couple of uh, tools, if you will, things to share in that regard. But before we go there, uh, one of the things, Alex, that's really important is you got to take a look in the mirror. When you, I mean, when you got, when you got a, let's just say someone on your immediate team, right? Let's not go any deeper than that. Let's just say, okay, I, I'm leading this team. I got seven, eight people on it and somebody's not performing, you know? And I'm strong believer in consequences. You've got to have consequences. But the first thing is look in the mirror and make sure, you know, quite often when people are not performing, it's because we haven't been clear enough. You know, I mean, we haven't communicated it right now. So, so I just want to, that's just a caution flag I want to hold up, right? Is that let, like, okay, assuming you've done all that right <laughs> and, and people still are not getting the job done and recognize that, you know, people are working in, in difficult circumstances, but by the same token, you know, we, you can't allow, you know, you've got to get, You've got to get results. You've got to have a culture of accountability. There's, there's a COVID culture of accountability, right? And, and it's a lot of the same stuff. I mean, we, we have to get on with building businesses, right? And so, you know, so, but just, you know, just make sure you've done everything that you need to do to outline everything that, that you're expecting and how you expect to get it done. There's a couple of things, you know, uh, tools that you can use. One is, uh, and I mentioned this in the book, and it's it's really it, it's really a the confrontational conversation uh, 
that really comes from Susan Scott. Susan Scott wrote a great book. I think it's a great book called Fierce Conversation. She wrote it. There's been a number of books written on, you know, meaningful conversations with people. And they all get down to the, you know, the conversation that you're putting off having with the employee that's not delivering. And, and, and it's really important to have that conversation. I find most leaders go the extra mile, the extra mile, the extra mile with, a, with an employee that's not performing. Well, like fast forward and have this conversation, right? You know, uh, I, I need to talk with you. I need to talk with you about your performance. And, and here's what I got to talk to you about. And if it doesn't change, we're going to have to make a change. You know, you talk about A players, B players, and so on that, that Bradford Smart uh, talks about. Um, you know, a, a B player can be an A player in a different role. You know, it, it may not be the right role uh, for, for that person. So one of the things you, th- you, you have to look at is there a better place for that person that, you know, is not getting it done at this level? Is there a place that they could get it done uh, better? I think we owe it to them. The thing is, you, you just you owe it to people to be honest, straightforward when they're not performing. And, you know, and, 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 and the other thing, too, is. You know, and you know I'm a big believer in, in one-to-one meetings with, with, with people on a regular basis, at least monthly, two hours, quiet time on these. Like we could go through what the topics are. But if you're meeting with your key people on a regular basis, that, that's, those conversations should be coming up every meeting. You know, like, you know like, like no surprises, right? There should be no surprises. So those are some of the things. And then at the end of the day, you know, if someone isn't performing – you know, they have to, you have to do something with it. You know, Patty McCord, Netflix, you know, uh, she talks about the brilliant jerk. The brilliant jerk's got to go. You know, there's no room in an organization. Culture, culture will get ruined by a brilliant jerk. So you've got to make that call and, and, and move that person. Uh, if there's one thing that you think that the CEOs, the leaders, uh, the teammates who are here should, should take away and, and, use as advice moving forward over the next five months and beyond uh, through the pandemic, what would that be? Well, you know, I, th- I think it's in terms of leaders, I, I think, I think the people who we're leading today are looking for someone, as I said before, who, who is authentic, who is real, who is, there's a degree of transparency, you know, uh, uh, not a degree, there's transparency in how they lead. And I think that's really important as we go through this crisis. Uh, you know, it, it's really important. And it's also important to be good listeners and, and to, and to, you know, turn up, turn up your empathy. Uh, you know, great, great leaders are made, they're not born. And so it's, it is around continuous learning and continuous, continually getting better. But it's getting better at some of those key things that are so important today. You want to study Daniel Goldman. Uh, Daniel wrote a book called Primal Leadership uh, two decades ago now, uh, but it's still very relevant around around empathy. There's a lot be, uh, is is available through Daniel on uh, being able to turn up uh, turn up your empathy. There's another one called The EQ Edge, good book uh, written by Dr. Stein. Uh, Stephen Stein, and, and, and it's, it, every chapter is one of the emotional intelligence skills. There's a whole chapter on empathy. There's been some really good things written on empathy. I'd go to Daniel Goldman's website if I were you. Thanks for listening to Conversations at the Edge. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please share it with a friend or a teammate who you think would benefit from what we covered. In addition, you can find us on LinkedIn to get all of the updates, or if you'd like to hear the full conversation, just visit growthinstitute.com forward slash the edge to learn how you can become a member as well. 
Thanks again and see you next time.